You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. Everybody's favorite green bank, Nedbank, put out a capital expenditure project listing report uh, today aimed at highlighting uh, where capital expenditure went into, what sorts of projects it went into, and just how much was spent. I'm joined on the line by economist at Nedbank, Crystal Huntley, to take a look at this. Good evening, Crystal. Thanks so much for taking the time. Um, the capital expenditure report uh does what does that focus on in detail is it specifically certain types of capital expenditure projects or is it uh, a, a compilation of a variety of projects and uh, you aim to just shed some light around where capital has been deployed good evening jimmy and a big hello to your listeners so for, so it's a listing of major projects that have been announced that are still to be undertaken within the borders of South Africa. And what we focus on is, we focus, and it's also projects that have been announced and have been publicized in, that's out there in the public sphere. So we um, research and we gather all the project announcements. Um, we, we capture projects that are greater than um, 20 million rand, and those are the ones that are then captured and listed. Crystal, when we look at these projects, obviously there's a large component of uh, projects that come from the government in terms of infrastructure development, and those announcements would make up a a sizable chunk of what we would then see in in a report like this. Uh, Can you tell us the split or the spread out of uh, the the projects that are in this latest report in terms of uh, whether or not we're seeing a lot more private sector uh, projects being reported or whether uh, the government infrastructure projects are still uh, coming through? I know there was a a time where government projects were on hold a lot because of everything that was happening with the pandemic and all all sorts of other things, but what what does the report data suggest at this point? So what we're seeing is that Private sector projects, announcements from the private sector, that has dropped considerably. So we saw private sector project announcements dropping from 203.3 billion last year to 56.1 billion. And the last time we saw a number this low was back in 2016 when it was, um, projects worth 58 billion that was announced. You're absolutely right in the sense that government projects have dominated project announcements for 2023. These are up by 55%. Um, so, it, I mean, it is 55% of the total of the projects that we've captured, and it is worth $101.6 billion, and this is up from $21.7 billion in 2022. When you look at the projects that have been announced, you will see that it is, it, it is these projects that you're referring to, the infrastructure projects, um, infrastructure development projects. I mean, the biggest project within that sector is $45 billion, and that is into upgrading wastewater works, sewers, and, and road infrastructure. Crystal. And then, of course, you've got, sorry, I'm just missing the public corporation, um, which is a separate um, sector from the government. Bobby Patrick is a separate sector, and they've got projects worth $27.1 billion. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Uh, Crystal, when we look at some of the private uh, projects that have been announced, you mentioned such a significant drop there. Um, and I see on within the report, I mean, there's obviously that announcement uh, from the likes of BMW around their hybrid electric mm-hmm. uh, production in South Africa. Um, and I bring this up because I spoke to BMW around this, and they said that a lot of their hesitancy stemmed from uh, the uncertainty. There was a policy 
the uncertainty around EVs and, and that sort of thing. But there's also uh, insecurity around the electricity supply and load shedding factored into that. Are we seeing that the reasons for the private sector projects declining is these sorts of concerns? Are we getting a pattern of common concerns where it relates to why people are not taking up new projects? Definitely. So the overall numbers have also dropped significantly just just on aggregate. And I think this is a reflection of this weak domestic economic growth that we're experiencing, which is specifically bogged down by these structural constraints, such as the power constraints, the RAND and the rail inefficiencies, the struggles at the ports, the high rates of crime and also high levels of corruption. And then, of course, within the broader global context of this weak global environment, if we turn to the private sector, we do see reluctance when it comes to um, expanding. So what we're seeing in the private sector is that of the announcements that we've captured, almost 50% of those announcements are investments into renewable energy. So you're not seeing an expansion in capacity. There are one or two. You mentioned the BMW project. But rather you see private sector responding to a dire state of affairs. And it's more so producing given the, the lack of power so to speak. So there's an investment on the renewable front and it's more so that companies can continue producing and which obviously comes at the opportunity cost of expansion and also investment into other productive efficiencies. Um, And of course, it's, it's a big cost element and it could affect your profitability and also your competitiveness. Now, Crystal, the big question that remains unanswered is how does this know that from uh, an asset management or an investment point of view, uh, these infrastructure projects uh, do yield some sort of return? And obviously, um, given that they are uh, capital intensive pro- uh, projects that typically take longer to uh, come to fruition, or number one, but two, when you're seeing that these projects might potentially be taking longer to complete, um, is this still a fa- is this affecting returns for investors um, and I think of the likes of the PIC that are invested in these uh, investments on behalf of the public. So there would be a direct correlation between the the drop in investment and of course your investment returns. Another important point to note about our capital listing is that as I said it's announcements. So these are projects that are yet to um, come into fruition. So some of and, and we're likely to see it coming through in 2020-14. So another thing to note is that there might even be companies might even decide to to um, not undertake the projects that they have announced, and it, it and it's because of of the environment. So when it comes to the return on your investment, there's also concerns surrounding whether or not um, you follow through with the investment. Obviously, those concerns are nothing that we want to hear at this stage, and we hope that we get some good news next week when we get our budget speech. But we'll leave it at that. Uh, Crystal, thanks so much for those insights. That's Crystal Huntley, economist at NetBank, sharing with us the latest insights that NetBank put out in their capital expenditure project listing report for 2023. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM market update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.